It's never been easy for warfighters to reacclimate into civilian life when they come home. But today, when they represent such a tiny portion of our population, 1% serve in the military, but only 1 in 100,000 experience combat. Veterans' challenges are greatly compounded by living in a stigmatizing society largely ignorant of the psychological burdens they bring home. The clip you're about to hear is Morning Joe's Willie Geist describing a truly, truly remarkable film and one of my all-time favorites now, Bastards Road. Have a listen. As we look ahead to Memorial Day, we want to highlight an incredible journey of courage and hope. This is Jonathan Hancock, a combat veteran. In 2004, he fought in the Battle of Ramadi with the 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines, known as the Magnificent Bastards. They suffered one of the highest casualty rates in the Iraq War. One in four were wounded or killed. Like so many veterans, Hancock struggled when he returned home from the war, suffering from PTSD. To confront that trauma, he walked nearly 6,000 miles across the country from his home in Maryland to Camp Pendleton in San Diego. He stopped along the way to visit Gold Star families and documented his journey in a new film called Bastard's Road. Bastard's Road is an award-winning documentary directed by Brian Morrison and written by my good friend Mark Stafford. Aaron Kenway is executive producer. Watch it now on demand, available on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Fandango Now. Now on to today's episode. This episode is especially dedicated to Viktor Frankl and his book that should be mandatory reading, Man's Search for Meaning. This is the Resilience Podcast 343. I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. A little bit cloudy, still so beautiful here. It's Monday, May 23rd. To answer the question, when are we at our best, I turn to Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl is a Holocaust survivor, Austrian-trained psychiatrist, summarized this struggle eloquently in his book. It was published in 1959, Man's Search for Meaning. I highly and strongly recommend that you pick up this book. Dr. Frankel warns us against pursuing success and happiness. He says, don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you're going to miss it. For success like happiness cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a course greater than oneself. Happiness must happen. And the same holds true for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. I want you to listen to what your conscience commands you to do and go on to carry it out to the best of your knowledge. Then you will live to see that in the long run, in the long run, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think about it. I believe that we are 
at our best when we are not even considering ourselves in life. During my best days, I don't even think about or consider myself because I'm too busy working and helping other people. Dr. Frankel continues, my worst days are those when I sit around and contemplate how things are going for me. I immediately think of the things I should be doing or the things I already did but did not do well enough. Alternatively, he says, when we reflect upon a job well done or a challenge to overcome, it is then that we are most fully alive. So, instead of pursuing happiness and success, we should actually be hunting for our next big challenge, our next impossible feat, or as Frankel once wrote, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. The less time we spend thinking about oneself, the more time we have to focus on what it is we want to do, and the better off we're going to be. Performance increases as one's obsession and concern for oneself decreases. We don't fail because there is something wrong with us. We fail because we're human. The human design is not perfect, and it allows for a lot of variation. So our performance varies from day to day. If we can learn to accept this truth, we will be much happier. And our overall performance in life, sports, business, our relationships will improve. This is what I want for you. From the Resilience Podcast, thank you for listening. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.